one of the most precious gifts that God gives to each and every human being is the gift of freedom, that he gives us free will, free will to choose, free will to act, free will to make our own decisions and to receive the consequences of those decisions, whether it's a good decision or it's a bad decision. There's one of the gifts that God gives us is the gift of free will. It's a wonderful gift. It's a gift that needs boundaries, of course, because you just can't do whatever you want in society because you can hurt yourself and hurt other people. But as St. Peter says that freedom is not a freedom of license to do whatever you want to do evil. It's freedom to do good. So we have freedom in order to do the good. And, and that's why, especially here in the United States, one of the gifts that we really value is freedom. And when we see someone that's in captivity or in slavery, we, we, we really just look down upon that like we want to free the captives. But, and, and, that, and that's in a sense, in say a civil sense, that we want everyone to be free, to be free to choose. Even if a person chooses evil, we still want them to have the freedom of that choice. But if you think about it from a spiritual perspective, that we can be slaves to sin. Think about that. So if you sin, this is what the devil has lied to us. He tells us, do whatever you want. Do what feels good. And then you do it. You do what feels good. And then you become addicted to it. And you become a slave to it. See, that? that's what he doesn't tell you. He doesn't tell you that if you do this act that he tempts you to do, eventually you might become a slave to it. You might become a captive to it. And then it's hard to, to break from that slavery, from that slavery of sin, from that oppression that Satan tempts you with. That, that, that's why Satan is very deceiving. He tempts us to sin, and then when we sin, he accuses us of the sin that he tempted us to do. See that? See that contradiction? To, that's why Satan is the accuser. He tempts us to sin, then he accuses us of the sin. But God is always exhorting us to do the good, to choose the good, so that we don't fall into sin, so that we're not slaves. Jesus came to the earth to free us from sin, to free us from the temptations of the devil, to free us from slavery. And he did that ultimately by his death on the cross and his resurrection where he freed us from sin. With sin, that there is always a source of that sin. You know, as I mentioned, the devil, there's temptation. And so there, there's demonic spirits that are tempting us to sin. They're tempting us to do evil. And even to the point where some people get uh, obsession, demonic, what's called demonic obsession or demonic oppression 
or even demonic possession. And Jesus came to free the captives. He came out of his mercy to see those who are obsessed, oppressed, or possessed. He came to free them from the devil's power and their life. When, when the demons attack a person, what they do is they divide a person from, from within. And it could be one, it could be several. And that's why when the demons replied to Jesus, they said, have you come to destroy us? Notice that they say us. That there were several of them, there just wasn't one. And so the demons come into our kingdom and they, they breach our fortresses inside and then they come and they divide and they cause all kinds of havoc inside. That's why you could have a psychological illness, but it may not be demonic. But if you have a demonic illness, you also have a psychological illness. See that? So most demonic illnesses, you have some, some kind of psychological or emotional illness that will be affecting you and oppressing you. So Jesus comes and he comes out of his mercy. He has mercy upon those who are obsessed or oppressed or even possessed. Possession is actually very rare. If, if you read any exorcist, possession is actually very rare. Most people have obsession or oppression. And it's Jesus who comes, he's the light of the world. He comes to set us free from the darkness. He comes to expel the, the demons. It's interesting because first thing that Jesus always says to the demons is, be quiet. Now he's like a, a better term in English, shut up. Shut up. I think it's just better than be quiet. And it's like, shut up. He doesn't allow the demons to talk. Why? Because they're liars, they're deceivers. And then he says, come out of him. And the, 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 the word in Greek, it always begins with the word ex, like ex bale, or, or we, we call it exorcism. Ex means to exit out of someone. So we, can, it, we, we need to call on Jesus for these demons to exit out of us. But in our society, demons are very deceiving. So one thing, is, how do people get oppressed or obsessed or possessed? Because they call on these demons, but they don't know that they're calling on demons. What do I mean? Witchcraft, sorcery, magic, the occult, new age. When you start calling on all these different spirits, you start invoking spells, you do voodoo practices, you invoke curses, hexes upon people. What happens is people think that by doing that, that they have power over others, power and control over others. And many times it may come from their past where, where power and control was taken away from them. And so they want power and control over their lives and over others and over situations in life. What happens with that power and control is that then they give up their power, their freedom and control to demonic spirits. 
And then the, the, the very thing that they were seeking actually is not given to them. They become slaves of the demons. That, that, that's why it's very deceptive. Jesus is the only one who can free us from those demons. We call on Jesus. We renounce the practices that we engaged in. Part of, part of exorcism, if you read exorcists, is to get the person out of their own free will to renounce the practices that they did, is to get them to renounce it and to call on Jesus. Matter of fact, the, the exorcists say that the sacrament of confession is actually more powerful than the rite of exorcism. They say that. Father Gabriel Mort says it. Sacrament of confession, more powerful than actually the rite of exorcism. The rite of exorcism is a sacramental. The sacrament of confession is a sacrament. And so it, what the exorcists do is, is they invoke the, the people that are oppressed and obsessed and possessed to go to confession, to confess their sins to renounce their sins, to renounce the things that they're attached to, that they're enslaved to. And that, and that really helps the exorcist in the exorcism to expel whatever demons are there afflicting the person. And so it's, it's kind of a, it was exorcism in the church was, it, it, it kind of faded. I don't know why it did, Actually, Father Gabriel Morth said that in the early church, every priest could do the rite of exorcism. It's interesting. Every priest could do the rite of exorcism. And then somehow they, they limit it to, you know, just certain priests who are appointed by the bishop in certain cases to an exorcism. It's, exorcism is m more needed now than ever before. It's more needed now in the church than ever before. And there's so many people with obsession, with oppression, they're walking around, they're not able to find an exorcist priest to really help them. And so if you think about it, it's an act of mercy. The person, the, it, many times they don't want to be obsessed or oppressed or whatever, or have curses put upon them. And they want freedom. They want to be freed, but they can't find anyone to really help them. And that's where Father Gabriel Morth says that what, what helped his ministry, he's deceased now, he said, were people praying. Having lay people also pray. And also pray for the freedom for this individual. And it's a great act of mercy that we can pray in our prayers, that we can pray for those who are oppressed or obsessed, those who are tempted, those who maybe have fallen into bad habits, addictions, or stuck in sin, to pray for their freedom. Prayer is very powerful. We could pray the rosary, we could pray the chapel of divine mercy, pray for freedom, because that's true freedom that when Christ sets us free, we are, we are truly free indeed. 
and Christ sets us free from the inside, then we're truly free indeed. Even if we're oppressed from the outside, or if, we're, or if, if a Christian is in a prison camp and they're oppressed from the outside, they're being persecuted. If they have that freedom from within, no one can take that from them. No one can take the freedom of the soul. And God can give us that freedom of the soul, that peace of the soul, even in the worst, most dire situations in life, that God will give us that peace, that light, that gift of the Holy Spirit, where we're not oppressed, we're not obsessed. We have peace in our hearts, even if we're being persecuted for our faith, that the peace of God is within us. Let's pray for those who are captive today. Let's pray for that gift of freedom. Let's pray that the spirit of Jesus Christ, the power of Jesus, comes into every heart, mind, and soul so that we can truly have our freedom in Jesus Christ. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.